Josh. Hi, Joel. How are you? I am fine. I Welcome, everyone. So Welcome, everyone, to another episode of our podcast. You know what? My name is Joel. And my name is Joshua. Okay, Josh. Now, you were, you were interrupting me during the introduction. You, you were about to say that you miss me. Is that what you were going to say? Well, after you just wouldn't even let me be a part of the fucking introduction, I don't feel like saying what I was originally going to say. So fuck you, you fuck with me first. <laughs> but you know what, Josh? I, I love you, so it doesn't matter. You don't love me. <laughs> <laughs> oh, well, guys, today we're going to be discussing uh, first times. I think it's going to be a really interesting session today, an interesting podcast. But actually, before don't we forget, we we actually remember we do have a couple of recaps. <laughs> we have a, few, a couple of what? Recaps. <laughs> but let's start with the recaps before we get into that, Miguel. So you, you go first. I think I think what? I think you have to tell us about the wallets, the wallet guy. Oh my god! I completely forgot about that. <laughs> <laughs> the reoccurring story that gets juicier. Well, um, so I lost my sunglasses in my car and I knew that it fell underneath my seat. So I'm like, okay, let me go under my seat to find my sunglasses. And I found the missing wallet from a month ago. <laughs> <laughs> the Wait. worst part, the worst part, I, I didn't look under my seat because he was sitting in the passenger seat. So why would his wallet be on my side, you know? I have no idea. And probably when he's trying to make up, when, well, not trying, when he did make up with me, but I still don't know why it would be on my side. But anyway, <laughs> I found his wallet, and to be honest, I was going through an ethical dilemma because I didn't know what to do. Um, but I mean, Joel, Josh, if you find someone's wallet, what do you mean you don't know what to do? You give it back to them. I mean, you wanted to steal everything and throw it away. So. No, 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 no. I was, I was trying to help you. So my suggestion was just, you know, uh, throw the water into a river or something. And it will float to him like the kind of <laughs> take it away. Yeah, uh, you know. So I, yeah. it, so I did message him. I was like, hey, I'm so sorry. I found your wallet. Let's, let's meet up for lunch. Um, my treats and I could probably cause you a bit of an inconvenience if I would have looked properly. So that is going to happen. It hasn't happened yet, but I will be returning his wallet. And maybe he might reward me with sex. I mean, at this point, does he even want that wallet back? It's been a month. Actually, I looked in it to make sure and it actually has like a lot of cash, which I am going to return. Okay. Okay. Well, all's well that ends well. I'm happy for him. I'm happy you found his wallet. So that's mm-hmm. good. Oh my Do god, there was have... something else. There was something else. So okay, so uh, one of our listeners <laughs> <story> <laughs> about um, the Starbucks dilemma. And he actually yes, suggested yes, some yes. he suggested something that does work, but I understand why no one does it because it's embarrassing. But what he said is that you literally just you use you use the app to pay for something when you know it can't afford it. So you use the app and the cashier will be like, "You don't have enough money on your app to afford this." And then you'd be like, "Oh, well, can I just pay off the rest using my credit card?" 
So that way you use all the money on your app. Oh, so then so that so so you 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 split it between the app and the card. Yeah, so that way you take every single thing out of the app. Okay, well I mean that's an easy fix. Yeah, it is. I just no one I no one ever thought about that because no one wants to be in the position where yeah. A judgmental cashier lady would be like, "I'm sorry." You know, have to know, whenever your, whenever your, whenever your your card doesn't go through, the cashiers usually speak very loudly. They're like, "Your card was declined." I'm like, "Ma'am, lower your voice." Exactly. <laughs> Let's get into not me girl. Do you have a not me girl for this week? Um. Do I? But while I, you're thinking, yeah, I'm you gonna say my gonna my not me girl is uh is people who are late. I I hate people who are late, but more so I hate it if if it is we're supposed to meet at three and the place we are meeting is twenty minutes away from your house and it's 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 two forty five and you have not left home yet. Why didn't you text to say hey? I'm I'm running late in advance of you being late so that I could, you know, do something else with my time instead of me getting there on time and waiting on you. I, I hate that. So I hate people who are late. And I more so I hate people who don't let you know in advance that they are going to be late. Because I don't care what it is. If you're mm-hmm. going to be late, you know that you're going to be late in advance of time. And um, yeah. I'm just happy I got that off my chest. Okay. I guess my not me girl. Um, I I immediately thought. Uh, I guess my night and my not me girl is honestly <laughs> for ca- <laughs> for cash only bars because uh, I okay. I just I get that they don't want to pay the bank for like credit card purchases, but More y'all taxes. are still but y'all are still sending me to the ATM where I have to pay a bank charge fee. And the ATM that you all have in the bar probably has like a four dollar, five dollar like yes, charge yes. and whatever. Mm-hmm. So it's like you're inconveniencing me more than anything. Yeah, yeah. So it's like it, girl, just just get with it. And when California, your drinks are already fucking expensive. Like just take my card, you know. Well, but if, everybody's if, making money for you. If anything, the good thing about cash only is that you set like a maximum that you want to spend in a night. You know, yeah. you'd be like, you'd be like, okay, I definitely am withdrawing more than forty dollars. Like these people, and and they t- ten, twelve dollar drinks. Yeah, they they'll never get that much. Forty dollars. What are you ordering? One drink. Go right. <laughs> and you have to tip them hoes. Exactly. Go bye. <sighs> Okay. Okay. We got that off our chest. Are we ready to move mm-hmm. on? Yes, we are. All right. So, like I said, the topic this week is first time. Um, the format this week is going to be a little bit different. So, Josh and I prepared, uh, you know, a few oh. stories of first times for different things that we've done. And I think, Josh, I would like you to go first. Um, so we're interchanging, right? We're interchanging. You do one, so I, I do one. So you know what? You, you were a bit shady when you said different things. And I, knew, <laughs> I, I, knew, I knew you were coming with that. So I obviously made a wide selection of first <laughs> stories. Because you clearly only think of me as someone who only talks about unboxing my butthole. 
Uh, that's no, not I'm, no, that's, that's not, really not right. that's not what I'm gonna no. do. That's not what I'm gonna do. No, my stories are very sexy, well, so all of them. Well, no, not all of them. But anyway, okay. you go first. You go first. Okay, so this I'm gonna start it off. This first story I have, I actually thought of a way to tell this without y'all foreseeing what's gonna happen at the end, and it's just impossible. So I'm just gonna tell it like it is. And this is my first time getting a real, like, ass whooping from my parents. A real like, what? Ass whooping. Like, they beat me. <laughs> ah, a good question. Yeah, and if it's like, I mean, you know, you might get spanked for, like, doing stuff. Yeah. But this is, like, this is, like, something major that I never forget. And I also wonder if my mom will ever forget. So, this was, um, this was, like, I believe in like late primary school, like standard four, standard five, and I wanted to. So just now, for those who don't know what standard four, standard five is, you're like maybe at this point nine to ten, ten or eleven, ten or eleven. Yeah, and it's probably tenth grade. Would that be? That be correct? I don't know. I don't know what the grade system is. Yeah, so I was around ten or eleven, and I, I called my mom's work, and. I called her off her desk first and she didn't pick up. So I decided to call her co-worker's desk, who I know sometimes she hangs on with. So I called the co-worker's desk and it started to go to voicemail, but they picked up like while it was going to voicemail. So they were like, hey, hello, who is this? So I said, okay, I'm my mom's son. Is she along? I could start to talk to her. And the co-worker was like, yeah, I'm going to get her. Give me a second. So while the co-worker is getting her, I remember this conversation between two people who were arguing on the streets outside my primary school, Rosie Boys, which is kind of in the middle of the, I wouldn't say ghetto, but it's in a very loud part of the capital. So I remember that conversation. So I was kind of reciting that conversation because, you know, you're in primary school, you're kind of a parrot, whatever. So... I'm talking into the phone. I'm like, I'm like, oh my god, she's a fucking bitch, yeah? That fucking hoe. She's <laughs> always after somebody, man. She's a little cunt. <laughs> I just decided that whole conversation. So I was like, I don't know why, but so then I talked to my mom. Um, I talked said what I have to say, and okay, the conversation ends. The end of the week, my mom comes home crying, like. Oh, no crying from work and I'm just I'm like well I didn't do anything right but probably one of my siblings sort of fucked up do you know that (laughs) (laughs) do you know that because that voicemail started recording before the picked up the phone and recorded my entire dialogue of like one of the office heard it the two women cussing no they well I I think they I think they hit it eventually, but because that was recorded, I think the coworker was like going through her voicemail recordings, and she heard like my oh monologue, my and she thought that I was like talking to about her about my mom. And, <laughs> my God, no way! And she obviously told my mom, and she probably told the entire office. So my mom was like. My mom was like, my co-worker played a voicemail for me, and it was my son, and he was calling me a fucking bitch. 
and I can't. And she's crying. Oh, so all this time, your mom is thinking that you were talking about her. Yes. And I'm honestly, I'm so fucking shook by this entire wow. situation that I couldn't even defend myself to say it wasn't about her. Like, I, I couldn't even say, I just, because this was like a week later. As far as I'm concerned, I, I have no idea what she's <laughs> oh talking God. about. And girl, she's crying, and as she's crying, she, like, pulls her belt, and I got the, like, the beating of my life. Like, it was just, it went down. It went down in, down in the books. Like, I, I didn't see where that was going. But I wait. I remember that for the rest of my life. This is the first time you ever got beat? No, no, but I got. I mean, my parents were not shy about beating us for like just doing shit. And plus, I was a boy, so I did like extra shit. So yeah, I would get licks, yeah, but nothing ever really stood out to me as me doing something really fucked up to really get licks. Okay, okay, okay. Or just like a a moment that cemented. Like, I don't know. My I mean, I'm not sure. I'm not sure this qualifies as first time, but I will say it is an amazing story. And then my second question is, why are you... First of all, you have an amazing memory to be saying uh, verbatim what random people were saying Girl, in the streets. But why were you repeating those things, though? Girl, I was young, and I just... Honestly, I never heard colorful language like that. Like, I never used it. <laughs> so I was really interested in how it felt flowing off my tongue. <laughs> So I was uh, legit, I was legit saying, oh, she's a fucking cunt. She always with somebody, man. Fuck she. I, I go <laughs> on. When I tell you, when I tell you, I, it was like a one minute monologue that my mom clearly thought she was, it was about her. And I guess why I think it's the first time is because I guess it was the first time I ever like remember like getting like beat because it wasn't because I did something, but I guess it was the first time I really saw like that I did something that hurt my mom to that extent. Yes, yes, yes. Got it. Got so it. it was it was a like it was a very deep moment of getting beat. And when my dad heard about it, he beat me too. So it was like, <laughs> <laughs> it was like a double whopper. Ah, <laughs> uh, Josh, I have to say, I have to say, that was a really good story. You set the bar high, and I don't know how I'm gonna beat that. But I but I want to know if you were the coworker, would you have ratted like your friend fell out, or would you have just minded your business and be like, okay, whatever? Honestly, um, I don't know because I think I think I think there are lots of pieces of information that were missing. So if I heard my coworker's son speaking about my coworker like that, and my coworker and I were were close, I would say something. Okay. Because the way it happened, the coworker is probably thinking, wow, why is X's son speaking about her like that? You know? But if it's somebody that didn't really care for, I probably would not have said anything. So I guess it depends. Girl, and that coworker would probably say that recording for every place. She probably saved that recording. Never deleted it. Never no, deleted it. It was probably her ringtone. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. That was funny. Okay, I got that off my chest. Oh. Okay, so my 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 first one is my first time participating in a carnival parade in Trinidad, or as we say in Trinidad, playing mass. Josh, to this day, I don't have the answer. I am still 
in shock. Actually, no, I think I know what the girl was talking about, but but let me get into the story. Um, so I was my first time walking through the, the streets of, of Port of Spain, playing mass in Trinidad Carnival. And this girl comes up to me out of nowhere. So this must have been around 2 p.m. in the um on, on Monday evening. And she comes up to me and she says, essentially what she says is, stay away from my man. Huh? And I was like, what? And she was like, stay <laughs> away from my man. <laughs> I was like so confused because I was just like, <laughs> I am just here with my friends trying to have a good time. I'm not bothering anybody. What are you talking about? So I'm like, what? And then she says this again, and then she walks off. And I was just like, wow, <laughs> what is this? But when I think back on it, this is the only thing that could have happened. There was this guy earlier in the day who came up to me. And at this time, I was still... Uh, I was probably only out to maybe one or two friends, so not many people knew. I mean, I guess people knew that I was gay, but I wasn't openly gay. So I wasn't, I wasn't uh, like trying to pick up guys on the streets. Yeah. But this yeah, guy, you're... this guy came up to me and he was just like, yo, um, he pulled me to a side street actually. And he said, um, put your number in my phone or something like that. Mm-hmm. And I was just like, wow, okay, this is a really gorgeous guy. That's I'll do bad. that. And um, he says like, I think he told me something about how I was cute or attractive or something like that, and that he would call me later. And but he had to go, and then he left in a hurry. So I think that that could that's probably the only thing that it could be. But I am so shook to this day that that girl, like, honestly, if she started fighting with me, I didn't know what. <laughs> I don't know what I would do because like... I would I would lose either way. If I if if a girl hits me, ha ha ha! Like you get beaten by a girl. And if I hit her back, it's like, wow, you hit a girl, what's wrong with you? So I, I'm just glad that she walked off. And yeah, I would never forget my first time playing mass. It was a little bit traumatic. Girl, how would you have defended yourself against her? If girl, she hit me? Yeah. Honestly, I don't think... I, I don't... I. Hmm. That's a good question. I don't know what I could have done in that situation, honestly. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Because I'm, I'm going to lose either way. Like, you, 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 you're not going to win in a situation like that. So Yeah. Yeah. I, I, I probably have to just leave it alone. Okay, so are you ready to give your... It's weird that she blamed you, though, but whatever. It's weird that I did what? And where that she told you to stay with, like she clearly knew that her man was DL. Yeah. Anyway, what's your what's your second so story? My second story, since I ice breaked with something, <laughs> <laughs> something a bit heavier. I'm gonna, I'm gonna go I'm gonna go to a place of familiarity. Um, I'm gonna my story is gonna be my first time bottoming. Okay. <laughs> Girl, stop. You're gonna, oh my god. You, oh, I can't believe oh, my poor mom. Oh, she probably told she had, a, she had a demon on her hands. Oh my gosh. But okay. So, this is, I came up, so I fooled around with like people in Trinidad, but I never got to the point of bottoming because I was just really, I didn't know about it. So, I, 
came up to the states 18 fresh face you know bug eyed i i wanted these new experiences so i honestly i just felt like it's something that i needed to get it get over with just like just as practice you know <laughs> to get the ball rolling i i didn't care about that love shit i was like i need to get this over with i need to see what it's given you know can i can i can i pause you for a cause yeah we are the same person because the first time I had sex, I I was just like, you know what? I don't want to have sex with somebody I love. I just want to know. I want I want to experience it. What is everybody else talking about that is so good? Exactly. I want to know what it exactly. is. So Give I totally understand to where you're coming from. Okay, yes. so I was like, I'm like, hey, I want to find someone. So I come on, I yeah. turn on my app. You know how it <laughs> is. And um, I'm this guy. He's pretty cute. He's like, hey, you want to come over and hang out? Um, so I went over to his apartment in BK, Brooklyn. And, you know, it It really didn't bother me that when I went in, he had a twin-size mattress on the floor. <laughs> Wait, can, I ask, can I ask what part of Brooklyn this was? Um, it was on the yellow line. So I, I remember having to take the queue towards Coney Island, but not so far down. So I guess probably... Okay. It's probably like a, I don't know, probably like a prospect park somewhere there. Okay, yeah, yeah. But it was, it, was, it was a twin-size match with only girl. I was like, you know what? I didn't come here for romance. I came to get the job done. Now, because I was a young gay, I didn't know I didn't really have much gay friends. I had not wanted to t- show me the ropes. Oh, my God. So, please don't tell me this so, is going to think it's going. <laughs> So oh my only, god. <laughs> the only thing that I knew was like, okay, someone fucks you on the ass, so you obviously need to like need to at least make sure you shit before you go and have sex with them. So I take sure my shit. Other things. I, I girl, no one guided me. I had no mentor. So oh. I I made sure to take my shit and I went for my hookup. And you know, we had we had unprotected sex, and that's a different story. <laughs> <laughs> because I was also not on prep, but you know, I that's I was lucky. I was a girl named Lucky, and so we had sex. And I was like, when he like came or pulled out or whatever, I was, I was like, I was like, oh my god, he's too much blue. What is going on? So I I just kind of touched like like, my ass, and it was just really wet. And, like, when I brought it up, like, to see, it was just brown. Oh, my God. My hand, like, brown. And I was so anxious, slash nervous, slash scared. I wiped my ass quick. And as I'm, like, wiping my ass, I grabbed my things to go home. There's no weird stuff, stuff. What are you wiping your ass with? Because at this no, point, I, it's so no, I went, no, no, but the lights are off. So I'm like, okay, let me let me run to the bathroom quick. So like he wouldn't see what's going on, you know? Because you know, there's a moment after hookup where two, two of y'all might go to the bathroom just to like, you know, freshen up a bit. I ran quick to have the bathroom to myself. I wiped all this shit off my ass, washed my hands really quick. Completely self-conscious. And while I'm, like, trying to organize my life to leave, he starts saying, like, you know, I really like you. I, 
want to see you again. Like, is it possible for me to get your number? And I was so mortified of the whole experience that I legit, like, didn't even listen to him. Like, I just grabbed, I laughed, I didn't even say bye. Like, I slammed the door on my way out. Um, Oh, no. Like, even though it didn't mean anything to me emotionally, because it was such a vivid experience, and it was also my first time, I always wonder, like, what if I would just give him my number? Like, like what would have happened if that would have continued? But then I remembered he did have a twin mattress on the floor. That, that, was, that was something that I, I didn't want to invest in. <laughs> was he at least attractive? Yeah, he was cute. Okay. Josh, wow, that was a very shitty story. Right? Oh my god. Wow. Wait, but okay, I, I'm not sure if you're gonna say this eventually. But I don't know what your other stories are. But when was the first time you bought them? Like what age? Uh I was twenty two. Did you know about douching? Yeah, yeah. I waited a very long time, but twenty two, I, I waited until I was twenty two to have sex. Um all my friends were having sex, so they were like I, you know, they were talking to me about stuff and like telling me, um, you know, about, about different things. So I, I kind of, I kind of knew what to do. Yeah. Okay. Good yeah. to you. Okay, okay, go ahead. All right. So, um, this story is really pathetic. So are you? Oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> ah. Nineties <clears throat> when um. HIV was rampant. And at that time, I didn't have, um, you know, like computers on, on the internet weren't as widespread as it was. So I was still like going to the encyclopedia of information and getting my information from TV. And Wait, I, don't Joel, I just, I just want to, I just want to point this out. Yeah. But we may have lost our virginity in the same year. Oh, interesting. Go ahead. <laughs> we aligned. Go ahead, go ahead. Um, so, I mean, you're, you're younger than me by what, seven, eight years? You want to say how old you are? I'm 37. So, yeah, seven years. Okay, good. So, I don't know if you remember this, but there was this song that used to come on local TV in Trinidad. It was all about abstinence. The only safe sex is my sex. No sex and anything else we get back. Right. So let, listen mm-hmm. to me. Remember, this is the 90s. And mm-hmm. I'm just bombarded with information about safe sex and abstinence and HIV. And if you have sex, you're going to get HIV and this and that and the other. I heard it in church. I heard it in school. Like it was just everything was just like just to be scared of HIV, right? Um and so one day, it just magically happened that I masturbated for the first time. No one told me how to do it. I, it just happened. I just, I just, I masturbated and it was an amazing experience. Amazing. When I tell you, Josh, like, top 10 experiences of my life. <laughs> Wait, what age was this? I must have been about 11 or 12. Okay. Were you thinking, were you thinking about the... The woman with the penis. No, I was thinking it was there was never a woman with a penis. <laughs> <laughs> that is misinformation. But I was thinking about a guy. Mm. But so I, I, you know, I, I, I was finished masturbating, and then you know the you, you the euphoria wore 
off. And then I started getting really anxious and nervous. And do you know why? Because I didn't know how to tell my mom that I didn't use a condom and I need to get an HIV test. (laughs) (laughs) Oh my God. I was so worried. I was so misinformed. <laughs> and I was the first child in my family. I think my, my brother is five years younger than me. To so. <laughs> but yeah, obviously. But, <laughs> but oh you know, I, I'm, I'm the oldest child. So there's no one I can talk to. Uh, I didn't have any cousins around. Like, it was just me. And I was just, I was really nervous. And you know what? I, I want to move on from this story. I think, I think I've said enough. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, and there has to be an ending. That's the ending. I mean, but but I didn't I, I didn't tell my mom anything. Did you ever get your HIV test? No, I didn't. I didn't do the HIV test. Um, I don't know how I figured it out. I would have been okay. I think I think I looked PD or something like that. But girl, I, that was I a scary you, time. I hope you I hope you deleted your 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 history about HIV. <laughs> Girl. Yeah, but but, no, but on a serious note, it just goes to show how far we've come in terms of education around HIV, and mm-hmm. um, you know, just just understanding the disease because the nineties was a scary time. Um, mm-hmm. yeah, we were we were really really misinformed. All right, Josh, you're up next. Um, you know, I I wasn't sure. When I feel like FaceTime is such a broad, I guess, a broad topic. So, my FaceTime, I want to say this story should be titled um, The First Time I Thought I Was Caught Being Gay. Ah, interesting. And this is going to be. This is the interesting because it's also a conversation like I, like I never had with like the original person in the story, aka my brother. So I'm gonna, <laughs> I'm gonna go on with this story. So it was the dawn of the internet. We were young, back to stage history. We just didn't know what that was. Yes. So, um, whenever I had time on the internet, I would like, like Google random things like big cock or. <laughs> <laughs> or like boy sex stick or something like that you know I didn't google like a bunch of shit and it took me down a lot of dark places but eventually um, I did learn how to clear my search history so I cleared my search history and I thought everything was fine however my computer's antivirus was not up to date and we just got like a ton of viruses on our computer. Oh my god! And so my brother was in charge of the computer, and he brought in his friend because his friend also knows about computers. So they kind of had to go into like the task management and see, okay, what are the viruses? What is it doing? Stuff like that. And they were looking up the viruses and the malware and the spyware. And as they were in the task manager looking up the processes, 
they were like saying the processes that they think are viruses. And two of them really stood out because one was gaysexy.xtxe. I am amazed <laughs> that you remember the uh, the, and the other one was gaycock.exe with the two processes that were running. And they said it out loud and they just had a moment where they looked at each other. I was like, how did this get here? And it's just a conversation that I think really stuck in my head because I obviously was like, those viruses clearly came from the dingy websites that I found on Google. So wait, is it that your brother's friend thought your brother was gay? I don't think, I think, I don't think he thought my brother was gay because at that time my brother was a pretty well-known player like around my neighborhood and in his school and had girlfriends and all that. So I don't necessarily think it was, he thought it was the brother, but I mean, they probably all thought I was a little sissy back then. Also, they all thought it was me. So I think they thought it was me. So uh, it was something that I felt like I always wanted to unpack with my brother, but what he thought about that moment, and he probably doesn't even remember, it just stood out to me because, you know, I wasn't out to like any of them. So I wonder if, I wonder if he ha- he was fine when I officially came out to him because I guess he kind of had time to process it himself if he thought that first moment when I was like 13 years old was, wow. you know. So it just, it's something that stuck out to me and I guess it was the first time that, you know, I thought I was being outed in a way. And I was, thank God he did not tell my fucking parents because... Yeah, Girl, he, he's, he's, a been... re- he's a real one for keeping that low. Yeah, that would have been something at that time, yeah. Well, to be honest, his I think my parents would have also been mad at him because the viruses came from some of his porn sites as well. So he would have been uh, for pornography. Okay, okay, okay. Got so it, he, had to, it, he had to go down with that secret, but... Got it. So you both that... had skin in the game. Yeah, for skin. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but it's, it's uh, something that I always think about. It's one of those memories from my childhood that really stuck out. When I tell you the cold sweat was real, you know? <laughs> yeah. That is that is a crazy story. Mm-hmm. Ah, all right. So I have one more. Um so I'll give you I'll give you a choice actually. Do you want to hear about my first time at an orgy or my first time doing a threesome? Whichever one is more scandalous. Uh, mm. I feel like I may have heard the orgy story. So for okay, fresh I did a threesome. reaction. Yeah, because yeah, the orgy the orgy wasn't scandalous. I, I mean, let me just say, uh, I got kicked out of the orgy before it even started. So there's that. Mm-hmm. Um. But we come back to that another time. The threesome, I was in university and there was this guy that I really liked. And we were mutual friends with another guy. So let's call them friend one and friend two. So friend one is the mutual friend and friend two is the one that I like. So uh, friend one and I had had sex before. But I wasn't really into him like that, you know. Um, and then we were all three at my apartment. And then I said, hey, why, why don't we just try doing a threesome? So, okay, we got into the bed. 
I turned to kiss friend two. And then when I turn around to kiss friend one, he's in tears. And I'm like, what the fuck is what's going on oh in my, my mind? I'm thinking what's going on. And then mm. he gets up and he runs out of the room and I follow him and I'm like, are you okay? What's going on? And then he says um, that he he's secretly in love with me and he can't bear to see me kissing somebody else. Uh, and I'm just like, are you fucking serious right now? So then I'm like, I'm like, well, I mean, do you still want to try? And then when I say that, <laughs> he like darted out the door, slams the door and makes uh, a dash for it. Like he leaves. And then, like, friend two was just so uncomfortable by the whole situation. He didn't want to continue either, so he just left. But I love, funny... I love, I love that you, you wanted to get laid so bad. I was just like... You <laughs> I, think, I think the thing you need to understand about me, before, before age 25, sex to me was very transactional. I didn't really care about feelings and emotions. I didn't want to have a boyfriend. I didn't want to be in a relationship. Like, none of that meant anything to me. I just wanted to have sex because I enjoyed it. That's mm-hmm. all it was, right? I wasn't trying to be with anyone. Um, yeah, so that's who I was pre-age 25. But what I found out after the fact is that, because, because friend two, the guy who I was really interested in, him and I didn't really talk again after that. Like, we kind of lost touch. And then a couple years, well, not a couple, more than a couple years later, we met each other and we were like, hey, what happened? Like, why, why did this connect? So what we found out is that friend one told him that I didn't like him. And friend one also told me that he didn't like me. So friend one oh was kind of like, yeah, manipulating the both of us so that we wouldn't talk to each other because yeah. he had his ulterior motive. And that was my, my first time trying a threesome. It didn't work out, and that's my story, and I'm sticking to it. And since I brought up the orgy, um, uh, I'll just touch on it quickly. I got to the orgy. It's my first time ever at an orgy. You have to take your clothes off at the door, take my clothes off, saw this guy. I thought he was cute. I started kissing him. And then um, shortly thereafter, someone taps me on the shoulder and says, the two of you have to leave right now. I was like, what? And he's like, the two of you have to leave right now. So my my first time at an orgy didn't work out either. And I was just like, you know what? This whole group sex thing is just not for me. <clears throat> it doesn't, doesn't work out. I love that in group situations. <clears throat> you're just such a star that no one actually <laughs> wants to share you. Like, you, you don't do well in group projects. Like, you're just... Nuts, you, you're, you're, you're true. You're true on Beyonce energy. <laughs> and I, okay, I love let's, you for that. Let's, let's wrap this up because we're going... We're really going over time today. Um, so, we have a listener question. We actually have a listener question from a listener. Can you believe it? Oh, my God. Oh, so... Look at listener... us. Look at us. Listen. <laughs> <laughs> Round of applause, round of applause. Yes, doing the damn our, thing. Our listener question comes from Anton. And Anton wants to know how do we feel about um having sex within our friend group or uh hooking up with your friend's ex? And you go for this, Josh. Um thank thank you, Fanny. Uh, personally I can't 
have sex with a friend um specifically because um if I consider some well friend is a strong word for me if I consider someone a friend I feel like they know a lot more about me than I would want someone who I'm just hooking up to know about me because um I guess sex has a lot of motivation behind it for me. It's not always romantic. Um, I can have like a lot of motives behind it. Um, like like getting a promotion, my... for example. And someone, yes. <laughs> someone, someone, I think someone who's my friend would just know that dark aspect of how I view sex that I'd feel uncomfortable to have sex with them. But that makes sense. Yeah, because you have like, promotions for jobs. I guess how, how I, I guess how I treat people I hook up with in general. Like, there are just certain facets of my life that I just kind of keep separate. And my close friends know the entire picture. And what about so exes? Um, I, I think exes are forbidden food. I would never hook up with a friend's ex, like, ever. Like, I wouldn't even kiss them. Yeah, I agree with you on the, uh, on the X on the X thing. I because things things get messy. You don't know how things yeah. end yeah. Even like, if you your friend says even feeling. if your friend says it's fine, I don't think it's ever fine. Also I'm very much like I'm very much like keep friend groups separate. Yeah. Like if if my friend breaks up with someone, I'm not probably not gonna talk to them or yeah. or say hi or whatever. I just keep that shit. To the first, like, to the first part okay. of the question, to the first part of the question in terms of having sex in your friend group, the way I see it is with gay men. I think at some point you will, you would have had sex with a friend. Yeah, but this is this is my thing. Now, if we had sex before we were friends and then we became friends after, fine. But I feel like as long as we cross that friendship line, I cannot mm-hmm. have sex with you. Yeah, it had exactly. to, it had to have been before we became friends, but once we have we have become bona fides, yeah, it is not happening at all. It just makes me feel very uncomfortable. Uh, regardless of how people think that it might not be a big deal, sex complicates everything. It does. So I I just wouldn't want that energy in my life. And to be honest, if I'm dating someone and I know like they hooked up with like their friend. I'm really not sure uh, how comfortable I'd feel. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. I, it's something that I, I am not even going to comment on that. Yeah. Let's, let's Let us leave that. it there. Okay. <laughs> Inside joke. Um, well, guys, we have been through another episode of our podcast. I want to thank you guys so much for listening. Um, Josh is gonna close things off. I think Josh has a song prepared for us. Josh, you wanna take um, it away? Yes, I, I was I was debating on what song I should say because I know you're not a fan of Adele. Her album really yeah. slaps to me, and I've definitely almost shed a few tears listening to it. But but that's all the time we have for today, folks. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> but. Um, so you sang last week, but this is something that I actually would have wanted to sing last week. So oh, in honor of, 
Yeah. Mm-hmm. In honor of Paris Hilton finally getting married at the age of 40, she inspired a lot of hope in girls like me who just haven't had a lot of luck. So I want to sing um, a song from one of her iconic pop singles of the early 2000s, Songs Are Blind. Her only pop single. Exactly, but it was iconic <laughs> either way. And it goes, a part of it goes, why shouldn't we be with the one we really love? Now tell me who have you been dreaming of? I'm I alone. Oh no. Even though the gods are crazy, even though the stars are blind, if you show me real love, baby, I'll show you mine. I can make it nice and naughty. Be the devil and angel too. Got a heart and soul and body. Let's see what this love can do. And maybe I'm perfect for you. <laughs> Thank you. Josh, that was beautiful. That was beautiful. I think I think Paris would be proud. Thank you. Thank you. All right, guys. See you next week. For a live I am gonna be in San Francisco, so I'm so excited. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. All right, Josh. <laughs> See you soon. <laughs> Bye. Bye. <laughs>